of an unfortold, unknown point of frame. Dwelling on idle shoulders, rotation imminent. A moment sawn before it could be dropped. The proximity of a soul, distant trans to a mind captured by itself. Running a recursion, recursive, cis mind. Lay heavy, the other side, unknown. Feet locked, hands open. Find the other side before it loses you. Mind lay heavy, the other side unknown. Feet locked, hands open. Find the other side before it loses you. Falling off the back line, a serendipitous existence. A string of voices echoing deep in the chamber of the abyss. Escape to find a colliding moment, conception of self exposed, an element spoken, birth of existence, cataclysmic death of our self. Mind lay heavy, the other side unknown, feet locked, hands open, find the other side before it loses you. Mind lay heavy, the other side unknown, feet locked, hands open, find the other side before it loses you. Unlocking truth, opening passageways to thought, housing memories, watching the hourglass spill, and the consciousness fills space. Mind lay heavy, the other side unknown, feet locked, hands open, find the other side before it loses you. Other side unknown, feet locked, hands open. Find the other side before it loses you. Just find the other side before it loses you. The other side before it loses you. Yeah, man, I had to bring you that piece of consciousness called Dimensions of Consciousness. This is none other than Metamorphosis. We're about to speak to him in a moment. Some amazing work from this brother. There's a DJ. Not just any kind of DJ. I'm talking about DJ Mojello on the piano capital. Now he plays you some of that real South African I'm a piano music. Picture a caterpillar Treading soft in waters of fear Consuming itself Through energy and frequencies as consciousness rises It moves swiftly to carry and Take a transient being like itself and move it to find a Shifted birth of its own wings Leaving the birth of a Metamorphosis Hey man, let me tell you so. You know DJ Mojello? He's not just any type of DJ. He do it for the culture, 
for the people, for the love of music, for the motherland. Shout out to all my animals across the world. You're chilling with DJ Mojello, right here on the Piano Capital Bay. What up, fam? It's your hip-hop homeboy, Reggie Smith, the boss, a.k.a. the last B-boy, and you're listening to Black Culture Radio. Yes, we are about to go into the interview in a moment. Hey yo bros, hey yo bros, metamorphosis, how you doing fam? I am absolutely amazing fam, how are you? I'm well, I'm well, welcome to the Piano Capital right here on Black Culture Radio, it's such a blessing to have you man. Anna, thank you, thank you, thank you, I deeply appreciate um, the invitation. Respect, respect. Now please introduce yourself to our listener, who is metamorphosis where is he from and you know what is he all about ah excellent question uh, met a morphosis is a sentence and life philosophy not just a name and um, essentially my name is derived from the following uh, morph implies a drastic change in phase shape or form osis implies a process so when i say met a morphosis uh, basically when you're mm, mm, mm. that's deep man of change so mm. on a shout out fam that's the breakdown of the meaning behind my name fam yeah behind my name and um essentially i'm a writer artist and scientist as well also an educator so yeah i'm interested in many many different things um i coach public speaking also and i was, had the privilege of judging nationals last year I was published in three books last year, as well as have an album out and documentary, both the same title, Wormhole of Consciousness. But that's a sneak peek bookmark about me. Mm, mm. Thank you for sharing that, man. And we really appreciate, you know, some of your depth, especially when it comes to the use of spoken word. You know what I mean? And poetry. Now, take us through how you got involved with the arts and spoken word. Where does your love for words come from? I think I've kind of always had a vivid imagination um, since I was quite young and um, I'd always enjoy creative writing exercises. So, you know, you always go through your ups and downs in life, like everyone. And um, there's just a time where I felt, I think it was around my trick or so, that maybe let me try pen down what I may be feeling internally. Mm. And um, the more I started doing that, the more cathartic it became. And um, releasing all those pent-up emotions, I realized that in my imagination, I'd almost invented so many different worlds. Okay. And my art is merely an expression of attempting to describe them. Mm. So it's this whole thing of um, my imagination is it's almost like um, you're trying to control a tap except the ocean is just coming right at you. Okay. And your objective is to try to direct a path for the water to flow. 
Mm. And only when you approach a mastery level can you then have a um, system whereby a tap could actually be enacted, where freestyling is almost a switch in your brain. That's when you're at the tap point. Okay. But most of the time, for everyone, I feel creativity is almost this uh, ocean flowing right through you, and we're just not sure how to direct or take from it or get a cup from it. Mm. If you know what I mean. I hear. I hear and, what um, you say. And that's why I block and all those things come from. It's we haven't done enough potential training exercises to access those neural pathways that lead to that experience or heightened emotion of creativity. Okay, okay. I love the way you're breaking it down in terms of imagination, creativity, and, and the analogies that you gave are really spot on, you know what I mean? So do you mostly mm. feel like, you know, you are the one creating, you know, the art and putting the words together or is it really you just being connected to that ocean inf of infinite creativity? I think it's mostly a bit of both. I think in the beginning, you almost just like have all these disconnected ideas and you mm. try to learn more about them piece by piece or line by line. And they eventually go brick by brick. Okay. And when you get the foundational understanding of what it is you're trying to create, creating becomes more than just an art form. Okay. Um, because of this, you know, it's almost like a cup overflowing in my mind. Yeah. And um, I'm going to then redirect that mm. and create something. Often it happens in like these bursts where maybe you won't write anything for two, three months or a couple of weeks. But the time that you do write, more comes out than you'd naturally expect. So mm. it's actually a great writing exercise that I did by with Dr. Sarah Gotzel. Okay. Brilliant, brilliant uh, lecturer and writer and mm. poet as well. And um, she essentially mentioned the following in a workshop at the Joburg Theater. Okay. Try a free writing exercise, right? So what you do is you grab your phone, uh, set a timer for about five to ten minutes. Okay, five I to ten I think start minutes? with five. If it's the first time you're doing it, I think start with five minutes if it's the first oh. time you're doing it. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you set it for five minutes. Once you've set the timer on, pick up a pen and then just write. But don't try to filter anything that's in your mind. Whatever comes out, comes out. Don't try to like, does this sound dope? Just whatever's in your thoughts, just write all of it down, whatever's there. Okay, okay. Yeah. And try to just keep writing without editing, nothing, just continuous writing. Mm. Once the alarm rings for five minutes is now passed, right? Obviously, you now have to stop. You go back, read what you've written, and select your favorite lines. Oh, okay. okay your keywords. Once you've chosen your favorite, yes, your favorite lines from whatever you came out of the free writing part of it. You know what I mean? Mm. Once you've selected your favorite lines from that piece, rewrite your favorite lines oh. on a separate page. Okay. Only the favorite lines on a okay. separate page, right? Leaving out the rest. Yeah. Once you have, yes. Once you have all the lines on a separate page, edit that. And trust me, there'll always be something in that edit. I promise you. Okay, so what you're saying is like this if exercise. If you just follow that process, there'll be something. Yeah. Thank you for sharing this exercise. I think the exercise also let you know the creativity flow without personal judgment. Is is that it? That's why you have exactly. to. You have to just precisely. Put you're it taking down. the ego out of it. Mm. Precisely, you're taking mm. the ego out of it. Because remember, the ego is going to tell you, does this line sound dope? And if I constructed it right, could I have maybe said it a bit better? Mm. So now you're overthinking the writing process now. And you're blocking the It's almost like you're trying lines. to start, but you keep stalling. You know what I mean? If you can put it that way. It's like you're trying to start a car, but you just keep stalling. 
Because you're not giving it the time to properly hit the ignition. You know what I mean? I like I like that analogy. So what you're saying is also that, you know, this could be some form of auto writing because as you learn yes. to get used to writing without that Precisely. personal judgment and critic, you can kind of like, you know, a lot of other things can come through you. That's why you find like authors, authors saying, well, this book came through me isn't isn't this ways maybe that even uh, books like the bible might have also been written like looking at revelations and some of the mystical books i think um that is uh, definitely possible and i think if you're speaking of a biblical text or ancient text or things of that nature oh. um naturally it's always going to be a sensitive topic because religion i feel is a personal thing to everybody yes I also believe yes everybody should be free to select their own spirituality their own belief yeah it's a human yes, right yes yes yeah definitely definitely but i think in terms of some of the writing from there um i think artists or anybody in any creative sphere throughout any point in life or even in the human experience everybody has this random day Mm-hmm. I think everybody has this at least once a random day where you just feel I think the right word to use might be just switched on right phrase to use I mean to say okay. and by that I mean that feeling of like I'm in the zone you know the feeling Ooh, like I'm in the zone that right? flow zone yeah exactly yeah maybe you're an athlete running track and you're like yeah I can feel I'm about to kill this race you know what mm. I mean that level of focus when your mind is like there right yeah so when your mind then feels aligned to that point and then you redirect all of this creativity that you have it the auto writing i think because i've now done it so much it almost has its own inherent structure oh. that i'm not even trying to intentionally create and that's why it becomes a lot more fun when you break it apart and because it's of course a longer extract you can take it up into different stanzas or different short paragraphs and re-edit those mm. there's i mean paragraphs that have been what some of them have even been condensed into single lines you know yeah. what I mean? because um i did do micro poems as well micro poems um, just to give an ex- yeah yes just to give an example of um yeah share one please one of my um micro poems uh what is it love a melody to the silence broken by bodies when is the last time you heard your song mm. the end so with a microphone the it's almost like an economy of words okay you're trying to see how much you can create in what is it two to four lines or so mm. you know what i mean mm. and I found it interesting where you'll maybe find you have like a longer stanza or a paragraph whatever free writing you're getting out of it right and once you've selected some of those favorite parts some of them can even be condensed even further down you know mm. you're almost refining and refining the line mm. and similar to a random block so okay. so the free writing is basically a giant piece of marble and um once you stop that's you basically cutting the piece Okay, so like, cool. This is not the marble. Yeah. You're just taking a piece off. That's the free writing part. Mm. That's the one that you want. The shaping is actually the exercise where you're selecting your favorite lines. So okay. you're taking things off. That's the shaping, right? Mm. So when you select your favorite lines, you're basically getting the chisel and then when you go back to edit, that's the final touches and design. The sandpaper and making it little... smooth and everything. Exactly, precisely. Now, yeah. now tell me, yeah. you know, you remind me of, you know, Terence McKenna. 
you know, he was great with knowledge. <laughs> and he spoke about, you know, memes as like, you know, small phrases of ideas, which are like, you know, linguistical syntax, but are packed with a lot of, you know, concepts, you know, when they are broken down. I, th I think this also links to what you're talking about. This micro poems are very brief and short, but they can be broken down to a whole lot of meaning. Yes. Okay. Mm. Yes, definitely, definitely. I love the example that you gave there with the use of a language and its power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and now tell me, while we're talking about language, right, uh, what does spoken word and poetry really mean to you? You know, you know, at what level of priority, you know, do you place it? I think I will place uh, uh, spoken word, poetry and art as a whole, as a top priority in my life. I don't, I don't think it's something I can live without. And I think even as far as I may work and as far as I know, whatever I may be doing, there will always be some type of creative element with something that I'm working on. Mostly because art has become not just a space of healing, but a great way to just explore the imagination and see what ideas you can conjure up. I mean, sometimes it blows my mind that mm. all of Consciousness was merely an idea in my head in 2017, and now it's wow. tangible and real, available on every major platform, Spotify, Tidal. Wow. And Google tell me a bit about YouTube. that. Let's talk a bit about that, right? Especially yeah. now that it's Black History Month and we are exploring, you know, a whole lot of powers and gifts that our forerunners and ancestors had, and which one of them was language. You know, African people, we blessed with so much language and meaning. But what do you think is the connection between words, language, uh, creation, and, and, and a type of manifestation? You know, people would say, be careful what you say, you know, uh, be careful what you ask for, you might just get it. What do you think is the relation? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I fully. Oh, I love that question. I know. I think if we try to unpack um, a bit deeper the power of language as a whole um the first thing is i think it was noam chomsky um who's a philosopher among many other things and has written very very deep existential questions uh, speaking about the state of the world and you know what i mean mm. the multiplicity of meaning in everything and how yes. identity is of course shaped and fixed by words but that identity itself is also not fixed it is determined by other variables as well. Mm. And um, we go back to name and just the word spelling. People forget spelling. You're literally saying you It's magic, yeah. So we all know that words, yeah, we all know that words have um, energy, right? Mm. As obviously you can tell just even if you don't see where the person is, but you can hear the energy in their voice when they say a certain thing. You can tell, okay, this is definitely anger or whatever emotion, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that is the power of word and the vibration that it creates, not just in your throat or the larynx, mm. but also the air. Because mm. at the end of the day, in the space, the reason we're hearing is because of um, vibrational patterns we create through breath in the air, where the particles then, as they're vibrating, give us the experience of that sound, which then our mind interprets. You know. Mm. Mm. So if we're taking language from a manifestation point, we need to understand that it's not, not just what's said, it's I think more the emotion behind what is said that really gives it the power that it has. And um, if you can get yourself in a state that is um, 
not just positive, but I think positive with clarity. I think that's the key thing. Mm, positive, but with clarity. We often try to run away from our problems. Yes. Yeah. We often try to run away from our problems um, because many are overwhelming, which is natural and normal. Mm. But I think a mantra that came up in a meditation was, there are no problems and there are no challenges. Okay. There are only possible solutions. Mm. And when I re-geared my mind towards stop replaying the problems of the past, stop thinking about the challenges that are there in front of you and focus on strategies to get out of these situations. You know what I mean? Mm. So and it's I a viewpoint, it's like a, a mental standing. It's like more like optimistic mm. as, as opposed to being pessimistic as well. Hey. Yes, definitely. But it's optimistic within reason. Within reason. So the okay. other... Yes. The other side of it is you don't want to have toxic positivity where you try to, you know, something bad happens and then, you know, because of the social media world that we're in, it's almost like think positive, you'll be fine. Yeah. Now, yeah. thinking positive is definitely a good thing. Mm. Yes. Thinking positive is definitely a good thing and a great thing, but it shouldn't be at the expense of blocking things out of your mind. Yeah. I don't want to think about that at all. You know what I mean? It's too painful. You just want to, I'll think positive instead. Mm. The issue mm. now becomes, if you go with the manifestation route is, the thing you're trying to not think about or block also carries its own energy in your mind. Yeah. And yeah. if you're vocalizing verbally that you want this life and to achieve this and to do that, your energy is telling me that you also want two different things. Okay. You want the awareness of what you want or desire. But internally, there's things you're holding on to that have a negative nature to them. So Which are in contradiction to what you want. Both. Exactly. Yeah. Which makes it difficult and take much longer to manifest. Because mm. if you think of it as a wave, mm. a peak would be a wave going up and a um, trough would be a wave pointing downwards. You know what I mean? No, Almost man. like a sound would a smile would be a trough if you can get shape wise so what i'm trying to say is the positive um thought frames would create the one that's like mountain vibes curving upwards Ooh. right and the negative thoughts would be the ones that are sinking so if you think of the thought patterns that people have you know because a thought when it eventually becomes a pattern it turns into a habit and yeah. habits that also become repeated over time become relational to someone's personal reality mm, and that over character. time creates a personality yeah. precisely a persona because and that mask. together yeah precisely yeah it becomes mm. that definite mask and you find that the subconscious mind also wants the truth of who you really are because everybody has an inner being that i believe mm. speaks to them you know what i mean man and it's how close or how far you are from that voice that determines how you feel about yourself internally and i mm. think that's the self-acceptance part it's you can't be blind to your flaws because it also won't help you yes but you also can't be lost in the arrogance if it's a, of your successes yeah you need to be aware of both your shadows and your light to fully embody and embrace who you are i like that you're mentioning you know shadow work you know working on your dark side you know working you know through meditation you spoke about that and most of the concepts you've been sharing it's really internal work and and people don't speak mm. enough about some of those internal thought processes that go on in the mind which are also mental but also emotional because you said now the feeling also kind of like charges you know the thought or charges even the words that you use at any given point in time now 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 tell me you're also an educator 
cater, right? Uh, and you are a scientist. And I guess, you know, people would understand why you're also so deep, you know, and why you can break down yeah, some of these yeah, ideas. Uh, how do you balance yeah, you. how do you balance your you know your creativity you know uh, uh, uh being a tutor but also you know being a scientist and somebody who is really uh dealing with proof and research and experiment and you know what i'm trying to say oh no i completely get exactly what you're trying to say i think yeah i won't pretend it's been easy because it hasn't and specifically in the beginning i really struggled with the time management i yes. think when you are used to doing just one thing at a certain level you the mistake i realized i made and i've tried to slowly work on time Ooh. management is not enough you also need energy management that's the part where i was like okay yes energy management and by that i mean we all know there's certain tasks that feel like they're draining you they're boring they're dull you don't Ooh. like doing them it's Ooh. a drag it takes forever you know what i mean that yeah. feeling yeah it drains things you. that feel like a pain to do yeah but there's also tasks that feel that energize you way like I just love doing that you know what I mean you got that feeling like yeah, damn like, I just killed it you know what I mean like this show mm. it really energizes me every time you know it's a wednesday and I know I'm going on air I really kind of like feel this you know uplifting kind of feeling that's like let's go you know what I mean mm, I get you definitely yeah 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 so I realized when you have more responsibilities in multiple areas it wasn't actually helping me to try to put off a little bit of one fire a little bit of another fire a little bit of another fire mm. i realized the fires all kept growing because everything kept increasing with deadlines wow so i can't do like half a deadline of this and half a deadline of that you know what i mean you need to You're be complete with everything yeah yeah exactly and it's hard as hell like it's very very difficult to balance working and studying and i commend anybody who does that but what i'm trying to say here is the strategy that worked for me is i thought of the following mhm Um this is going to sound very contradictory and I think I found this in a TED talk. Okay, the paradox. But, um, yeah, it essentially yeah, and okay. it's the following. Mm. There's a secret to time and the secret is intentional procrastination. Mm. Now, many times you all think that doesn't make sense. To procrastinate means to delay something continuously with no sense of urgency. Okay. So why would somebody intentionally do that? You know what I mean? If you and I'm guilty of, of that as well sometimes. I think everybody... Look, we're all guilty of that. It happens. Yeah, yeah it yeah. happens. We're human. It happens. You know, life is life. But How do you beat that? How do you, get, how do you get back in line I'm and show up? Unpack. Mm. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Showing up is critical. But okay. the trick with all of that is the following. Mm. You need to... Basically, a calendar, number one, starting with the calendar is very critical. All right. I think of a neglect that even to the subconscious mind, if you don't have a calendar where you schedule your appointments in there, mm. it's easy to accidentally forget something. Yeah. And I personally would never like um, someone coming to me later on, say, for example, you're supposed to meet someone and you bump into them a week later and they're like, what happened at the meeting? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you can't be like, they, they totally you forgot. Yeah. If you know what I mean, that's the worst excuse to ever use, you know what I mean? And I think it's the best so time in the year that you mentioned that also because there's still time to diarize and schedule properly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes. Never neglect whatever form. Even your phone is fine. Mm. As long as you've got something that reminds you of appointments, set a couple of reminders, but yeah. Anyways, um here's the trick um to this intentional procrastination thing. The first thing is you need to categorize your time. Okay. Um you'll first do the things that um the big long term projects okay. look at the top 3 okay 
say for example doing a three month or six month task mm-hmm. you'll then go down to urgent tasks as in things that are due let's for example this week or next week that'll be like an urgent task secondly right? okay yeah there's a second grouping so you look in order of of course due dates basically Mm, mm. that the things due soon is just have an order of what's due first in order Mm, mm. then the third thing is once you've done those two things the next thing that would then help is look at the estimated time to do potential tasks that you have on your plate okay so say for example um somebody has to at a university maybe marks and papers and let's say they have 100 students and mm. that's a week to do it mm. is that you no, right there and that's it that's you right yeah okay. i've had <laughs> way more than that but yeah mm. i mean it just classically close down the example so just using 100 is like a base number and let's right. say you want to do this and do this in um do do this in a week um just simply just say 100 divided by seven you know what i mean oh that on its own already makes your life so much easier mm, so put a little and you realize in. that mm. yeah you know 14 or 15 scripts a day you'll probably finish okay rather than waiting for the last minute and trying to mark 101 night yeah that'd be too much pressure that, that really doesn't what i'm work. trying to say mm. yes so, so procrastination you need to like that procrastination so kind of like gives you procrastination but it gives no, you freedom it's, it's not the procrastination it's can, but, but here's, here's the trick it punishes the you later okay. <laughs> sorry yes it, look procrastination will definitely punish you but what i was saying why this is a paradox is there's a deeper way to this mm. um in terms of that does actually work come on now. because i first wanted to get the rough estimates of how people perceive time then i can get into what the real trick behind it is all right take your time now now you can execute it now once you've categorized the long-term tasks three to six month things or, or longer You've grouped in the things that are due the most urgently and you've mapped out the time taken to do each task. You then do the things that will take the shortest amount of time to complete. Okay. Last. And the, thing, and the reason you do that is slowly putting out one fire gives you confidence to put out a second one. All right. You check All what right. I mean? So the more small tasks you quickly kill, you build up your confidence. Mm, and then you the keep an ones. eye... Mm. Yes, you keep an eye on the long-term task. You do a little bit of that every day. That's the one that you do 10 pages a day on. Mm. Check. You make mm. the rule. If I do just 10 pages every day, it'll be enough. Okay. And you can see where this is going. In one week, that's 70 pages. Mm, that's work. Yeah. So in a four-week four uh, month, you're talking about 280 pages. Mm, that's a lot of work. You see what I mean? Yeah. Now, it is. That's a decent-sized book. Yeah. So we start to look at how do people finish... 12 books a year or rather one book a month on average it's starting with something as small as that think about it if you can go just 10 pages every day it's not too much it's what 15 20 minutes depending on someone's reading speed but what i'm getting at is that small consistent habit can yeah. compound effect yeah it builds it builds up right yeah it definitely builds up now thank you for and, sharing um, that man and and sorry to to actually cut you off i still have a couple of more questions but i wanted to know yes, do, do you also share this knowledge with your students right i'm sure they're doing well <laughs> in terms of oh no um yes yes now my students have made me very very proud so okay. i'm grateful for all the effort that they put in in their work mm. but um i think you know teaching i don't look at teaching as um you're pouring information into somebody's a uh, mind okay i look at teaching as everybody has their own building 
okay. with their own blueprint design. Mm. Um, within the passages and corridors that are there, you might not know how to unlock certain doors. So okay. the role of the teacher is to give you strategies to find the correct master key to unlock the door. Mm. So the person doors. with the knowledge is yes, because the person with the knowledge is already within everyone. You just mm. need to find the right key to access it. I like that. I like that, man. Yeah. Yeah, and I see why your students are really doing well because you're putting back that confidence in them to say, "No, you got it. I'm just here to guide and help you unlock, you know, fragments and parts mm. of your own mind." So, I love that. I love mm. that. Now, now, now going back to your career as a spoken word artist, you know, what are some of the accolades that you can count down? Oh, yes, I'm very very blessed to have done a number of um, accolades in that department. I was the top five at Word and Sound in 2019. Okay. Out of about 65 um, poets. That's big. Um, in finishing words, yeah, it's massive. You know what I mean? It's a huge uh, continental competition. Sheesh. And in me finishing in the top five, I was also awarded um, the Athol Williams Prize from Word and Sound Ooh. for the 2019 season. So it was um, truly in 2019 for the 2018 season. So it was truly quite a great experience for me and a huge honor to receive that. Yeah. But outside of that award, um, last year I actually won in the best poetry category. Wow. At the fifth annual African Global Author Awards, um, where amazing. writers throughout the continent had submitted um, books in various genres and various ages and categories mm. and um, the a book that i was part of secrets of a humble heart by mfh publishers um won the award wow the honorary award so i was truly blessed and humbled for that um, mm. other awards of one was a uh, top floor top four at the another kind of slam writing hello in Africa yeah. um, in that competition I finished in the top four out of about 40 writers wow um, there's about three rounds we submit various pieces throughout mm. I've even gone as far as doing my own showcase at the Joburg Theatre um, which was quite an experience in partnership with Current State of Poetry um, I did a collaborative piece with Ayuso Vili mm. and um, we both had a hell of a show there um, which was quite amazing to experience. And moving beyond that, I also won in 2013 at the Open Mic Awards. I won in the wow. category of Best Writing Style. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I'm super yeah. proud not of to you, mention, mm. Not to mention top three at the um, Another Kind of Slam in the Breitenbach Theatre. Wow. So uh, Sorry, Say Something Slam at oh. the Breitenbach Theatre. So, wow. Um, Really blessed to have won a couple of awards. A couple of them are also academic. Um, certificate of first class uh, for mathematical concepts and teaching in college. Wow. And uh, not to mention being privileged to say that uh, I have a distinction for fourth year physics. Wow. And uh, also managed back to back distinctions for physics and chemistry in grad school. Bro, he's But, so uh, bring, super educated. Bring it back like to the art. Yeah. Uh, thank you, fam. Bring it back to the art again. Um, I just love the space and um, also recently finding out that I'm one of the first few people in the world to have a four-part documentary series about a single piece of art, mm. which is uh, my documentary, Wormhole of Consciousness, available wow. on my Patreon account. Yeah, so mm. you can su subscribe and get exclusive access. Episode one is for free okay. and uh, all my content can be found on Linktree forward slash met underscore a 
underscore morphosis. Okay, okay. There you have it, dear Yano. Do check out Metamorphosis. His work is really amazing. Do check out his Linktree link. Please give it to us again, bro. It is Linktree yeah. forward slash met, that is spelled M-E-T, underscore A, yes underscore morphosis amazing stuff o-r-p-h-o-s-i-s nice so my stage name and art name is essentially the word metamorphosis spelled normally except i've split the word into my own life philosophy which is to meet a morphosis so oh, the audience okay. worldwide has just met a Morphosis. You are a type of dress. Morpheus, a word Morpheus or some kind in the Matrix. <laughs> no, no, pretty much. No, I love that, yeah, man. And much. thank you for joining us tonight. It's been so lovely. I have only five minutes left before I let you go. But here's something, right? We're in the love month. What can you tell us in terms of, you know, the impact of spoken word, you know, and poetry on intimacy and relationships? You know what I mean? Does it have a role there still? I think it definitely does. Um, you okay. always do want to uh, do something special for your partner. I think text and communication and just working through not just what you may be going through or emotionally, but just sharing kind words to the people you care about. Kind you know words. I mean? always, yeah, it always you know makes a difference. You know what I mean? so, so kind words carry I, more energy, right? More positive vibes. Yes, positive vibes. Yeah. I think, um, as I said earlier, yes, the words do matter, but I think the intention and energy behind the words carries more That's power what than the actual words themselves. All right, yeah. all right. Now we've come to the end of our interview, but hey, bro, thank you for sharing all those gems with us. It's really been nice. I love your project, you know, Wormhole of Consciousness. But before I let you go, please just share a young freestyle for us on a topic. I don't know if you have it already, or maybe should I give you I, a topic? Yeah, please do give me a topic. Give me three concepts and I can quickly spit one off the top for you. Okay, can I give you two words? Yeah, two words is fine. Okay, love and time. So you pick love and time, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. May love find us in time, speaking as budding seeds that open and find flowers of truth existing. The winds are rustling reeds, speaking to change that we hoped would exist between us, but the mirror image is splitting as different mm. parts of past lives exist. We've chosen to open our eyes and allow time to flash and capture memories and photographs, but we forget what it means to have wrinkled hands that are covered with rings. Wow. The rings are memories of times we've chosen to marry each other to time. These are questions that are meant for roses that cut. For every thorn is meant to remind us that love is pain and pain is love, but at the same time that joy is meant to blossom into a deeper truth. Ooh. So we pursue and seek the flower of enlightenment, the budding blossom, and forget the true meaning behind its roots. Wow. That as we cater to these bouquets of memories, we might just get lost in the touch of where we choose to throw them. Ooh. So intentions are dreams, and love is an action or an instance or a verb or just a simple word, but it could be deeper than a concept. The philosophies are chosen to exist deeper than hardened hearts. Ooh. May we learn to find the empathy and truth and light that exists within us and may our shadows never anchor too far below the ground. Mm. 
for we're always meant to exist with wings and angels and speak to the heavens and eyes that exist across hands that are interlocked. Mm. Mm. Bro, bro, thank I you very much, time, man. Yo, that was amazing, bro. Yo, may our shadows not be anchored too far below the ground. Yo, that's amazing, amazing words, man. Yo, bro, any shout-outs that you have, you know, for people that you care about before I let you go? Uh, no, most definitely, most definitely. Um, uh, Shout-out to um, everybody who's been there and been down for me. Shout-out to Current State of Poetry, um, Word and Sound. Shout-out. Everybody in the art game. Shout-out to Vets, as amazing as they are. Shout-out to the world. Salute. For finding a collective awakening of consciousness. I am so worried about even mentioning names right now because I'm going to forget people. But Ooh. essentially, yeah, shout out to everyone and everyone who's been there for the journey and is going to be there with me taking things forward. And yeah. shout out to everyone. And may we find the deepest, best version of who we all are. Of who we truly are. And I think words have a big role to play and language has a big role to play thank you for sharing your work with us and it's been amazing having you on the show do definitely keep me linked up and would you go on an amapiano song with some spoken word that would be nice i most definitely would throw me a beat at some point and i'll be down for that okay i'll talk to my studio producer jay Howboy very soon he will link you up and we see what we can do in studio put some spoken word on amapiano that would be nice Shout out. Thank you, fam. Yo, it's been nice having you on the show, bro. Do have a great evening, man. Thanks, eh? You too. Salute. Yeah, that was the voice of one like Metamorphosis. Yeah, he's, you know, he's in a continuous stage of evolution, change and transformation. He really shared some great analogies in terms of how we can deal with some of the things that we have going on in our minds, some of the projects that we'd like to complete and finish, you know, dealing with procrastination, you know, dealing with consciousness and that part of us that other people can't always see. Let's be kind this month of love and yeah remember our history a big shout out to one like metamorphosis do check out his project called the wormhole of consciousness it is available on all musical platforms i'm gonna play my last song for the show a big shout out to one like king gemini do check out his show right after this called up loud bringing you the best reggae and dancehall music in the land i'm gonna play my last song a song by capital grooves featuring my very self dj mojello a song called pittori monating and this is how we are asking pittorians and pleading to stop the violence and bring back that nice city that we know let's stop killing each other brothers let's stop using the pistols the rifles the knives you know let's share life let's be generous let's be kind to each other and build a better pretoria thank you for tuning in my name is dj mojello and up next i've got a song called whether you're in the uk or the us or south america asia or australia or maybe somewhere in africa dj mojello is sure to bring you the best on piano music in the whole world we are Black Culture Radio. We are Black Culture Radio. BCR. Hard boy capital grooves. White. Yeah. 
Yeah, big shout out goes out to all my people in 012 Pretoria, that's the capital city for South Africa. Yo, Mamelodi, Social Guven, Mabopane Garanga, Wayiti Peli, Ergaufelas Gandhi, Dintang. I really hope very soon we'll say goodbye to load shedding. South Africans can't take it anymore. Let's go. Big shout out goes out to all the poets and spoken word artists across the world. Yeah, this one is out on all music digital platforms. The song is called Pitori Munateng by Capital Grooves featuring Mojello. A big shout out goes out to Capital Grooves and Hardboy Productions. That's my stable and label. Yes, man, RIP to one like Vosi, my five friend. Quite sad, I still can't believe it. Yo, Pretoria, let's bring the fun and peace back. We can't allow this. I'd also like to say happy birthday to my lovely aunt, Kathy B. <laughs> yeah, man. It's her birthday tomorrow. I really wish her an amazing day. I know she's gonna have fun and enjoy herself. She really loves some flowers and roses. Yeah, we're gonna get at that. Yeah, man, J. Harboy is also sending out a birthday wish. Yeah, man, my auntie is J. Harboy's mom. Yeah, Kathy B, you know we love you, wicked, innit? Yeah man, my studio producer is passing a vote of thanks to one like Metamorphosis. It's been wonderful having you bro. You are the first spoken word artist on our show. Yeah. You know, do check out the Limelight segment every time on the Piano Capital. We'll keep bringing you some amazing people doing amazing things. Goodbye. Join us again next week, Wednesday. We love you. A big shout out to everybody tuning in. Yo, King Gemini, take it away with the Reggae Up Loud Show. Your kind of music all day, all night, right on your one and only station, Black Culture Radio.
We are Black Culture Radio. We are Black Culture Radio. We are Black Culture Radio.